Welcome to Europe First Minisodes, raw, unedited, and just me sharing thoughts and ideas. I hope you find this a valuable little toolkit to contemplate today. Good morning. I'm hopping in today to talk about change, fear of change. Change is a tough one, isn't it? Ooh, we like predictable, reliable, stable. Don't we like knowing? We like knowing. But we tend to think of change as negative. It's really interesting that we say things like, it blindsided me, came out of the blue, I didn't see it coming. And that's true. Change can definitely be a shock. If we've had change, especially as young children, that was mismanaged, that can result in wanting to always feel like we're in control or always assume we're out of control, that we try to avoid change by resisting it or denying it or controlling our way through our lives, or we just assume that we're out of control of our lives and that change is coming and it's coming for us. And so it creates a real distrust around our lives and our participation in our life. I was contemplating this as I sat outside watching the dormant trees in our yard come to life with spring. They are budding out. They're leafing out now. And there's one tree on our patio that waits. It is a very late bloomer. While the rest of our trees are blooming in April and leafing out, this tree, it's called a mimosa tree, it waits until June. And so every spring right around this time, I think, oh, it's dead. It looks dead. It's acting dead. But then every June, it surprises us with this gorgeous bloom and these beautiful pink puffballs. And it made me think that even in that dormancy, that tree is changing. That tree is preparing. It is still hibernating, but it is changing and and preparing for that bloom and for that leafing out. And that Even in dormancy, nature is always in flux. It's always preparing. It's preparing to bud and flower and then go dormant or die. And we forget that we're part of that cycle of change. When we were nomadic people, we saw ourselves as part of the natural world and part of that regular daily change of the environment around us. And it doesn't always feel that way anymore with temperature-controlled lives and regular food sources and a sense that we can just will our control over our lives. But we are actually built for change. So the question is, how can we welcome it and maybe even anticipate it? And then when it happens, maybe even enjoy it and then maybe even learn to want it and need it. How can we train our brains to see it as good and natural? Because I'm a writer, I did an exercise recently where I did some writing prompts around what scares me the most. And I just named it. Worst case scenario, best case scenario. I asked myself, what would I do with either of those? Who would I call? What would I ask for? Who do I know that could help? And I found that naming the worst, especially, took some of the power and heat out of it for me, that I didn't feel like I needed to control so much to avoid that kind of unwanted change, and that there was actually change that I craved that I wanted and that I needed. And in writing out worst case and best case scenario, I was able to identify both how I would handle the worst case scenario and then also what kind of change do I want that is good and positive 
because change is good for us. It is positive. We need new scenery. We need new people. We need new patterns and habits. And so I thought maybe we could even go looking for those things. That kind of proactive change can bring a real feeling of fullness and joy and purpose. This is why vacations are so amazing, because we're out of our element. We're out of our norm. And because of that, we are fully engaged. We are fully aware. And when we invite that in, when we surrender to it, we have the time of our lives. So what if we could do this in our everyday life? What if we could embrace and welcome and look for change. It could be as simple as the road we take to work. You know, maybe we pick a different one, or maybe we try something new for lunch. Maybe we try a new recipe for dinner. Maybe we sign up for a class to learn something new that we never thought we could do. Or maybe we do something really brave, like take a trip alone, or go out and eat alone, and really experience something completely new and out of our normal day-to-day And in this way, I think we can train our brains to like change and not fear it. Because magical things happen when we get out of our normal everyday today. And I think if we can start to pattern ourselves to enjoy stepping out of our comfort zone, not fear it, and then have something good happen because of it, our brains can anticipate change and actually welcome it. So of course, true to form for me, A poem came from this, Contemplating. And so if you'll indulge me, I'd love to read it now. And my hope for reading this poem is that it brings a moment of introspection for naming what change you might be resisting and also naming the change you want to invite in. And if it works for you, write it down or draw it out or paint it or sing it and see what starts to happen with your relationship with it. Could it be positive and less full of fear? Maybe, maybe. So here is the poem, For the Love of Change. You are deep in the resilience and the abundance of your life. You are already there. The seasons of change keep coming and you are still rooted, aware, open, full of grace and surrender. Maybe the blind spot is in thinking there is some kind of arrival. We never arrive. We just learn how to better take on that which we are capable of enduring. We cannot know the highs without the lows, the ebb without the flow. Give in to that. Flow, dip, bend, stretch, dance. Abundance is all around, cradling you, cushioning you, nurturing you. That is why you are still here writing about it to me. You have done so much already. Maybe now just simply lift up your barren limbs to the sky and feel the wind. Let it push and pull. Let the rain wash you clean. Let the sun come out on your budding leaves and tender blossoms. Allow the winter to pretend it won't lose its grip. It does that. But every time it always, always gives way to spring. The thaw is at your feet, the lengthening days at your doorstep, the sun rising to warm your back. Change and change. Fall in love with the change. Touch your toes in gratitude. Look up and kiss the sky. Thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to seeing you next time.
If you found this episode helpful, please feel free to share, like, or leave a review. Until next time, this is Leanne, and you're up first.